Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 171, Sex. ADD. What? Is this even a thing? Let's talk about being distracted during sex. So I really want you to take a moment to think back on some of your sexual experiences. And have you ever found that your mind was wandering off or thinking about other things other than sex and what was taking place right then and there in the moment with your spouse. For a lot of my clients, especially for the women, they find that their mind is often focused on other things during sex. And it's almost like anything other than sex is what can occupy their attention. And it could be their to-do list. I find that this is a very big one. They're like constantly thinking about things that they need to do, the things that they need to get done, or planning meals for the next day, um, things that they need to accomplish for their kids before they go to school. They always have this running to-do list, and that seems to really show up during lovemaking. Now, it's interesting because before I ever learned about life coaching and thought awareness, this was happening to me too. I just didn't know it. I didn't really pay attention to it. And once I started learning life coaching skills and learning about, oh, hey, you have thoughts and you can think about your thoughts. You can think about your thinking. I remember that one time while my husband and I were in a lovemaking session, I found that my mind had wandered off and I was remodeling and redecorating and we weren't even having plans to remodel our house or anything like that. But that's just what my mind did. It was thinking about throw pillows and rearranging the furniture. One time I even thought about like designing tree houses in our backyard It's just crazy. And I just had to laugh at myself. I was like, what is happening here? Why, while I'm in this one activity, is my mind going to a million other places? And once I became a life coach and started having my clients, I realized that this was happening quite often for a lot of my clients. And so this is very similar to having ADD. Now, I'm sure all of us have heard about ADD, or maybe we know somebody who has ADD, or we have our opinions about it. I have a few kids with ADD, so I have pretty much read every book that's been published on the topic because I really wanted to understand it. I wanted to understand how it is that they work that's so different from most other people. Now, everybody can get distracted from time to time, It's ADD becomes a challenge when you actually need to focus on something and you find that you can't. Now, 
we have to remember when it comes to sex, the brain is the first sex organ. So if our mind and our brain is never thinking about sex, this is mainly for the women. And we're constantly being pulled in a million different directions, any other direction except for sex. This is going to become a very big challenge for us. Now, it's interesting when we hear the term ADD, a lot of times we just think of hyperactive, hyperactivity, right? Kids that are just bouncing all over the place and they can't pay attention. They don't have enough attention. And this was my initial belief about it as well until I started to dive deeper into how it actually works. And this is actually quite not quite how ADD works. It's not that they don't have attention. In fact, they have a lot of attention. People with ADD can have so much attention that they are giving their attention to several different things. Several. And a lot of times when your brain is giving so much attention to so many different things, it's hard for the brain to go back in and say, hey, pay attention to this thing because this is what is important right now in this moment. That is becomes the bigger challenge. So they actually, an ADD brain is actually able to pay attention. It's just, it's so much attention on so many things. So if we think about our brains more in this way, especially when it comes to sex, maybe we can try and look at it in the same way. Like, hey, it's not that I'm, can't pay attention to sex. It's just my brain is paying attention to so many other things that it's not paying any attention to the matter at hand, to the actual sexual experience that I am involved in right at this moment, right? Other things are pulling for our attention and we're paying attention to other things. And so what we need to do is take a look at it and say, you know what, maybe I need to spend a little bit of effort to refocus my brain and say, you know what, brain? Yes, you got a lot going on. <laughs> Thank you. You're trying to do your job. I appreciate that. And have a lot of compassion for that. And then just redirect that brain and say, but you know what? I, I think I need to pay a little more attention to the actual experience that I'm in. We need to become more mindful of the moment, what is actually happening in the moment. This is actually very powerful stuff. And most humans don't do this. We know that our brain is thinking and we're often thinking, but a lot of times when we start to feel like life is unfulfilling and we're not super satisfied, it's because we're involved in one activity, but our brain is somewhere else. But what makes the difference if we're is if we're able to bring our brain back on board and say, hey, we're involved in this activity. Let's be fully immersed, brain included. We want to get our brain on board. A lot of times the reason that our to-do list really is able to draw our attention during sex is because we haven't really addressed the to-do list. Sometimes we have accomplished things on it, but we know that there's more that is still on it. We have like the never ending to-do list. We're always adding to it, right? It's just continual. 
what if we kind of changed that up a little bit? We might be able to actually say, you know what, I need to approach my to-do list from a systematic point of view and not just allow myself to add endless amount of things to it. And a lot of times, even with life coaching, we don't really work from a to-do list. We just approach things in a much more scheduled manner. And anything we would put on a to-do list, we just put it into our schedule. So we know that it's already going to be taken care of on a certain day at a certain time. And we never make the to-do list. We only add things to our schedule. And so that way, when we're involved in an activity, we can, uh, our brain can really be immersed in that activity because we don't need to wonder when we're going to get to the to-do list. We've already taken care of it. So I want everyone to just allow this to be a moment of insight for you. If you have a running to-do list, I want that to be a moment of like, oh, I didn't actually put this into my schedule. And so that's why it keeps playing around in my brain and I'm trying to hold on to it and remember all of it. So that could be like a little clue to us that there's something, that there's a skill maybe that we could develop that will actually address the to-do list and say, you know what, I'm actually going to come up with a better game plan for my to-do list so it's not always occupying my brain space and my time, my focus and my energy. Now, it's interesting that people with ADD also have a superpower. And a lot of people don't know this, but it's actually very beautiful. Their brains love to hyper-focus. That means very, very much get focused on something that the brain likes. So, if you find that your brain is becoming distracted during sex, maybe this is an invitation to ourselves that we need to put something into the sexual experience that we actually like, that's inviting to us, that makes us think about it more, that draws us in, that makes us go, go oh, yeah, I am enjoying this. I want to be involved in this. Maybe it could be romance. I know for a lot of women, they love romance. And so if you are starting to find that you are thinking about your to-do list way more than you would like to, and you're kind of disconnected from the sexual experience, maybe that's because there hasn't been as much romance involved in the experience as you would like. But if you are thinking to yourself, you know what, I would like to experience more romance, Okay, brain, how could we get more romance into this experience? Yes, now your brain is on board. And since your brain already likes the concept of romance, it will be easy, easy to think about romantic things and how to put them into the sexual experience. And you'll find that you'll be able to think about this topic not for just like five seconds and then be like, oh, I don't want to think about sex. I want to move on but that your brain will actually enjoy thinking about the romantic aspect of sex. And then, of course, if you're thinking about it, you're going to feel good inside. It's going to trigger positive emotions. And then when you're feeling good, 
you can go and take those actions that will actually set yourself up to have a romantic experience. Now, the beautiful thing about this is now you've gotten your brain on board. Now, when you go to have sex later on that night, you've already put in your brain, hey, this is going to be a romantic experience. I like romance. Hey, let's move towards this. I'm excited to get involved in this. I'm excited to see how this is going to play out. And so when you go into the sexual experience that night, your brain is already on board. And now you're going to be looking for those elements, those romantic elements that you set up. You're going to be looking for those. Your your attention is going to be on those things and how you're experiencing those things rather than drifting off on your to-do list. So this hyper-focus is something we can all do. And if we give our brain some assignments that it actually likes when it comes to sex, then you can actually get the first sex organ, your brain, on board. So we actually need to start to think about this distractibility and in a way where we're like, you know what, I need to maybe follow a system. Maybe I've been missing a system and just because I'm going into sex with every experience just going, ugh, another thing to do, I need to get it done. I need to keep our marriage moving forward and, you know, mainly doing it out of duty. What if we were actually to say, you know what, what if I take a systematic approach to this? Our brain is now going to start to think about things differently. So what if we just put four steps into place, right? A system. Step one would be to observe and gain insight. So if you don't know right now where your brain goes during sex, this is a great opportunity. Now, starting now, you can pay attention. Think about your thoughts during sex. Where are your thoughts? Where are they going? Are they going to your to-do list? Where are they going? Are they going to things that don't really matter? Or are your thoughts on sex while you're having sex? And if they are, pay attention to whether they are positive thoughts or negative thoughts or thoughts that are like neither here nor there. They're kind of neutral or meh. And pay attention because all of those thoughts are clues. So this is a time for you to gain this valuable personal insight as you observe your own thoughts. And then write them down. Because then you'll be able to come back to them and start addressing them. The second thing is before you go to have sex, do a thought download. This is where you keep a journal or a notebook or just whatever piece of paper where you can just take whatever the pressing thoughts are that are occupying your brain space at that time. Any pressing issues, you can write them down, right? You can release them from your brain and say, okay, brain, I can see that you're very busy right now. You have a lot on your mind. (laughs) Let me help you out. You just write them down. This is a gift that you give your brain and you're saying, hey, I get you. I'm writing everything down right here, these main things, so that I don't forget them. Your brain doesn't want to forget. It wants to be efficient. But if you write it down, you're like, okay, brain, take it easy. I wrote it all out. I wrote those things down. 
we've got it covered. This is awesome. After When you write those things down, later on, you can go back to those things and either put them in your schedule or say, you know what, I actually don't need to do some of these things that were on my brain, on my mind. You can actually evaluate them. I think a lot of us are familiar with the concept of good, better, best. If we're able to have this thought download where we just release and write these things down, we're able to now evaluate those things on that paper and say, is this a good thing? Is it a better thing? Is it the best thing? And we're, we'll probably be able to release a lot of them say, you know, what? I don't even need to do that thing. That was like extra, something extra that my brain thought of. And it was circulating around in my mind. And I thought I needed to do it, but I actually don't. It gives us a chance to evaluate the things that we think really require our attention. You know, I think a lot of you know that last week I had surgery and, you know, going through some having a cyst and being kind of out of commission for a while and then having surgery, you kind of go through this process and you're like, what are the most basic, absolute things that just need to get done? And everything else definitely takes a back shelf sometimes for a while. And then, and sometimes you realize I didn't even need to do those things. I was actually putting extra on myself that I never even needed to do. So when we do this thought download, we're able to do this. We're able to reevaluate. And that is a beautiful thing. Sometimes you may realize that, hey, I'm maybe I'm not managing my time so well, or maybe, yes, some of these things still need to get done, but I can delegate them, right? I don't need to do them all myself. Maybe a, a kid can do them as a chore. Maybe we can hire somebody. We just have the the availability to rethink some of these things. That's the beauty of it. We get our brain on board. Number three, plan ahead of time to be mindful and to be present during sex. This is actually a decision that most women never make because we don't even know we need to make this decision. But you can decide now, hey, I am going to be more present during our lovemaking sessions. I am not going to start to, you know, look at the mess in the corner of the bedroom. I'm not going to allow my brain to start thinking of the to-do list. Or if it does, I'm going to redirect it back. But I'm going to make the decision to be more present, more mindful of the moment. You, we have to make that decision in our brain. And then when we go to do it, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, I decided I need to be more mindful. That's right. And you just remind yourself of that. And one of my favorite quotes, I have this hanging um, in my bedroom, is it says, and perhaps the best present is to be present, right? Our sexual experience with our spouse is going to be so much better if we're actually there mentally first and not somewhere else mentally, and then going, I don't understand why I'm not enjoying this. We need to get our brain on board. And finally, step number four is make a decision to direct your brain in this way. Focus on the sensations that your body is experiencing, and especially your skin. This is so important for women because we're not used to doing this. 
men are fabulous at this. They are very good at seeking out things that feel pleasurable to them. Women are not. When we grow up, we're taught the opposite. So we don't really develop this within ourselves and we don't develop it on purpose. Like, hey, this is something I could learn to do. This would be a good thing. So step four is to focus on purpose to the sensations of your body and your skin. Our skin is the biggest organ in our body. The brain is the first sex organ, but the skin is the biggest. It's the biggest. Our skin covers our entire body and we can feel beautiful, wonderful, exciting sensations on all different parts of our skin. Have we discovered all of those? Do we know all the areas that feel amazing besides just the erogenous zones? I definitely have some that are not the typical erogenous zones. And I'm sure there's also more to discover. But that's what we have to do with our brain is we have to get our brain on board to pay attention to those things. Okay, so this next week, I want to see and challenge all of you guys to try those four steps to observe your thoughts and gain insight, to write down your thoughts that are taking up your brain space before you have sex, to decide ahead of time to be mindful and present, and finally, to focus on the sensations of your body and your skin. Because I know that once you get your brain on board, sex is going to be way more amazing for you. So let's do it. Because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you will join me again next week.